0: Hello, and welcome to episode 32 of Podcast FSFL. Um, on this episode, I am really just want to dig into the new T6 American Ranger that was unveiled earlier today on the 14th of January. Um, I was really going to do a whole episode on the trucks of Detroit because we had things like the uh, the new Ranger, the Ram, the Silverado. Uh, cars already went over. Like in last episode, we had the, uh, the G-Wagon, the Edge ST. Yeah, ST some reason we're getting one of those and the the Jeep Cherokee KL with the uh, the boring front end but um, I'm gonna save all those for later because I think the Ranger was a lot more important and I really wanted to get my personal thoughts and opinions out it as soon as I can so let's go Um the Ranger is interesting because it um in America it was one of those small trucks that never seemed to really die. I mean, you got to look at this. It ran from 83 to 2012 with visual changes but pretty much on the same chassis with updated mechanical internals. Um is very much like the Crown Victoria and It's the third iteration using the Ranger name. It was first seen on the Edsel as the Edsel Ranger, then it was a trim package on the F-150 before becoming its own standalone model in 1983. Um, In 2012, when the U.S. domestic Ranger died, the one on on its own chassis, it was actually in 1998, there was one sold overseas based on the Mazda B series, which is interesting because in America, We've had the mods to pick up, but it was a rebadged Ranger. In 2006 to 2011, the B series became the BT50, and then there was also a rebadged Ford Ranger on that chassis as well. And come 2011, and that is where the T6 Ranger came along. The T6 Ranger is interesting because it was always designed as it was designed as a global pickup, much like the the Chevrolet Colorado, and I think the Tacoma, but I'm not sure how much how much the the Hilux, the Hilux and the Tacoma have in common. I didn't really look into that because that wasn't my focus. But um I remember when the T6 got unveiled back in 2011, and even back then there were always rumors that some iteration of this vehicle would come to America or the possibility of it because in its core it was researched and designed with potential sales with in America. So, I think a lot of it I personally believe that the Colorado, especially with the global Colorado, sold in America had a lot to do with the Ranger coming back. Um, if you remember last year at the Detroit Auto Show in 2017, when Ford announced that the Ranger and the Everest, my bad, Bronco, would be sold in America, we all pretty much assumed it would be T6 Everest and, T- and T6 Ranger. I mean, it's there hasn't been really anything to indicate that the T6 would get a full overhaul. And... You know, it, they're right. It, it's not. Um, this morning when the Ranger was unveiled, it really is just a T6 with trim designed to suit American tastes. Now, what's very interesting is that we don't get the full range of motors like they do in Europe and Asia. Right now in the press release... Um, is coming with the 2.3 liter EcoBoost motor and the 10 speed automatic transmission, which isn't it's not a bad package, especially starting out. But I'm curious to see if we're going to end up getting a diesel powertrain at some point, either the 22 or the 32 sold in Europe, or maybe the three liter that they're putting in the F150. Um, but I'm also curious to see how Ford plans to position the Ranger, seeing how the F150 they really probably they probably don't want to tread too much on F-150 sales. Um, I know a lot of people would would probably like to see the Ranger possibly become, instead of a Ranger, maybe like an F-100 or F-100 Ranger to sort of bring in more F-Series sales, which would be a cool historical touch, but I don't think that's where Ford really wanted to do. I I personally think there's a market for the Ranger as its own thing, as a I guess it's like, what, an eight-tenths, nine-tenths of the F-150 size, which puts it in a comfortable space for people who need a full-size truck or don't need a full-size truck, but they need a truck that's still capable. Um, Compact trucks, I personally think they're not coming back. Um, Where we are today with how we use our vehicles and everything, I personally don't think there's as much as a market. And if there is, I think vans like the... uh, like the ProMaster and the Transit and Transit Connect, I think that's probably where most most of the most of the compact truck sales are going for someone who needs to haul maybe light duty things or maybe things that you could do with a smaller pickup. But I guess at this point of time, like if you look at the size of the Tacoma, the aging Frontier, um, the Ranger was really the last. Of the compact pickups when it died in 2012, the Colorado was a little bit bigger, but not much. Um, going back to the T6 Ranger, uh, American one again. Like I said, the two three EcoBoost, the ten speed auto. Um, right now I'm actually looking at some of the documentation and press releases they have on the Ford website. Um, built for tough. It features the fully boxed high strength steel frame. Uh, frame-mounted front and rear steer bumpers, double wishbone front suspension, not solid axle, monotope shocks, blah, 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 blah. Designed and engineered and tested to F-150 standards, which I would expect for a pickup truck almost the same size as an F-150. Um, driver assist and connectivity. tip. Okay, so I think the main thing about this generation Ranger is really the amount of technology that a new generation compact pickup truck will offer. If you've ever ridden in the last generation of Ranger, I think it's probably one of the things that people loved about the most was that the only amount of technology it had was air conditioning, a CD player, and maybe power locks and windows. I personally think that's why people love the Ranger. It was an antiquated vehicle, it was easy to work on, cheap to run, um, easily modifiable to whatever the heck you wanted to do with it, and it was just dependable and simple and i think that's what people really wanted in a new ford ranger they really wanted a return of that simple pickup truck i mean i think that's what they want with all trucks I, I know a lot of a lot of people complain that you know their trucks are becoming too too complicated um they're breaking away what made the the workhorse truck what it was replacing anything unnecessary um i personally think the way cars are going that's something a little bit out of the past I personally think if you really want that simple truck, uh, maybe the basic of base trims you can get with the Ranger F-150 is probably your best bet. Uh, these the Ranger tends to be. It looks like it's sort of marketed towards some um, people who like to you know just hit a trail every now and then, light light duty trips, light duty loads, and um, want still want to maintain some of that modern connectivity, which isn't a bad thing. I mean, I I'd, I'd be right at home with this thing. It's not. It doesn't look like it's going to be like too unmanageable to handle wherever you go with it and the amount of technology it offers. I'm pretty sure it's just going to be like, you know, Ford Sync and all that stuff. Oh, the list is right here. Innovative technology. Um, let's see, lane keeping assist, you know, for when you can't keep your truck in your dang lane. Uh, lane departure warning for when you're ignoring the lane keeping assist and it's just beeping at you because you're looking at your phone. Um, the reverse sensing system because you're not looking over your shoulder uh blind spot information system cuz you stopped using your side view mirrors um trailer coverage um okay i mean that's i'll I'll accept that uh pedestrian detection and adaptive cruise control because you're on your dang phone so really the ranger the ranger is really just evolving to how the owners use it now because no one looks at the road anymore or drives like they should be. So, if anyone was to blame for the Ranger becoming overcomplicated, we'll just blame it on the people driving them or driving around it. Um, comes an XL, XLT, and Lariat. Uh, basically cheap, uh, sorta cheap, and too expensive to be a Ranger. Uh, it will offer a sport and chrome appearance package. And the colors, shadow black, lightning blue, magnetic, hot pepper, Red, oh, hot pot, uh, hot pepper red. Uh, saber, ooh, that's my favorite anime character. Uh, ingot silver, Oxford white. Um, I haven't met a that hasn't come in Oxford white. And white platinum, which, okay. And um, the uh, images, they have in a sort of like this copper color. So I'm assuming that's either magnetic or hot pepper red. Um, it doesn't say, it just says pre-production models shown. And it's interesting because... Um, even though it's being unveiled now, um, the images here say it's not going to be available until early 2019. So, this vehicle is being shown now, and then the Raptor is going to be available or shown later on this year. But I'm curious to see if it's going to be available this summer or. Because, available early 19, that's going to be around the same time the. The new Bronco is going to be unveiled, hopefully by this time next year. So, there's a lot going on here. Uh, it's a very, very handsome little truck. I, I, I still like it. I'm not upset by this. I think I think we're going to see a lot of these with the uh, F, the FX4 off-road package. Um, that has a lot of cool stuff. It actually takes some things from the Raptor, like the uh, innovative terrain management system. Um... Offers, like, the settings like normal grass, gravel, snow, blah, 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 blah. You can shift on the fly. Um, trail control technology. Uh, power is distributed through a dana AvanTech independent front and solid rear axles. Um, I'm also curious to see if the Bronco or Ranger will be available with solid axles. I mean, I don't see why they would. Um... Depending who's buying them, I also wouldn't be surprised if you can outfit it with your own solid front axle, or if you even need it. I mean, my uh, my roommate had a '90s Toyota pickup with the front independent suspension, and it it did just fine off road and on road. So, it, um, for how these trucks are going to use, I mean, you don't really need it unless unless you really want to put your pickup truck through the Sahara or on Rocks and just just lift it and put a dang straight axe on there. It. It's not that hard. Um, that, that's it I mean, it's it's a t6 nothing surprising here. Nothing new here. It's exactly what I expected It is a t6 with some new features of uh, an American an American uh, oriented trim and um, Yeah Really though, I I would recommend you take the time to go out and uh, read the press releases and go through what they have to offer. Especially since it just got unveiled, it hasn't it hasn't really been unveiled like officially. It's really just more like um, press releases and images, so it's not really too much to go on at the moment. Um, after the show, I would actually like to come back and really go in depth on the pickup with the others, sort of hear different ideas and everything like that. Um, in terms of design, it's it's not bad. I think uh, it's it's a really, um, it's a really handsome truck. Um, it has, it still has that weird global look that the, uh, the Colorado and Canyon have with the high belt line and the, uh, the high, it's really just an odd belt line. It's really suited, it's really suited towards maybe like a wagon version. But, um, it also makes me curious to see like what we're going to get for the Bronco. Um, I'm pretty sure the Bronco is going to be an Everest. I think it will probably be tailored more towards the forerunner crowd. I don't think we're going to get a classic Bronco. I don't think we're ever going to get a classic two-door Bronco or Wrangler-like vehicle. But I do think Ford is capable of making a very solid forerunner competitor with the Everest. Um, So far, there's really not much to go on about the Ranger. I mean, I, I like it. Um, I would love to get a chance to rent one and test one out and probably do a few videos on it. Um, that's about it. I'm, I'm not upset by this. I, I've been waiting for this for a while, and I'm curious to see how the uh, American market is going to uh, react to it and if we're ever going to see any diesel options in the near future. Um, one of the things based on this I'm looking forward to is really the Ranger Raptor, which Ford has also confirmed, and hopefully we'll see later on this year. Hopefully sometime, hopefully sometime by the middle of the year or before spring. So I'm calling Chicago's so when we're probably gonna see that one. That's really all I have to say about it for tonight. Um, there's some things happening right now. Uh, I think. Uh, Detroit's really going to start kicking in the morning which we I will be back There's either more individual takes like this on cars I liked or if I can get all of us together for a full blown episode so we can really go over and nerd out like we like we like to do. But um <clears throat> stay tuned for more. Um I also have some more things uh to po- talk about because um uh over Christmas I ended up dragging home my grandfather's 1953 Buick Roadmaster. So I'm right now I'm working on that at the moment, so I'll try to find a way to really, uh, put something together on that. I've been working on it a little bit, but until something really substantial happens, I want to hold off until I, I get something like really big going on with it. Um, if you really want to check it out, you can look at my Twitter, Instagram at Ace Convoy, or, uh, you hit up our Instagram at flat sideways underscore FL. Uh, that's all I have for you guys. Enjoy and stay sideways. But, uh, yeah, I have the press release. Up, uh, uh, press release. Press release. Ah.